0: Pass is picked
1: off. He's going to go looking again. And it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline.
0: Into the end zone and he's picked off. Back the other way. And I'll I also have a hilarious picture of me pre-game just playing on my games on my iPad that like our 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 photographer um, has because he always sends me all the pictures. I have a hilarious <laughs> picture of me just like I have all my gear except for like my shoulder pads on. But I sit, I'm just sitting in my locker just playing my. Just playing like like basically like brick breaker on my iPad. And you can see it like crystal clear. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> the is that the Ben Koyak version of Brady falling asleep in the locker room before the Super Bowl. You're the yeah. I'm just gonna play some video games on the iPad and <laughs> me a way what, to go.
0: That's what you get. My first my game in Dublin. I played Subway Surfer for like 45 minutes before the game. I <laughs> have one of my best out. scores.
1: Well, there you go. Can I, ben, can we use that to start the podcast, that story? Because uh, I hit record about 15 seconds ago. So it picked you up talking about video games before the locker room. I think that's the perfect <laughs> positive to start on it. Um, sure. But you mentioned a few I mean, a few seconds ago that you were at, obviously at Notre Dame for your college career. Um, you happened to be at Notre Dame at a very interesting time because I was working out. You were there when Mante Teo was there and that whole thing kicked off. And obviously that's kind of come back to the forefront again because there was the whole Netflix documentary and everything like that. Can I just ask you if that had an impact on you guys as individuals in that team alongside Mante Teo? Um, Because he was so big at the time in college football and obviously was expected to be a superstar at the NFL. And that that changed everything for this young man. I'm just wondering how close you were and if you actually had a chance, if if it affected you or that team at all, if you noticed it.
0: I mean, I mean during the season it was obviously um you know a big spectacle and it was super talked about and the team we didn't we didn't know any different. Um I feel like afterwards when it came to light, uh you know I feel like some people talked about it. Um it was one of those things when we uh when we had team meal, you know, there's some people being like why you talk to media about it. And you know, me at the time, I was I think I was sophomore going into junior year. I was like you know, no media is talking to me. I don't know. It's, it's, not me. It's, not, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. So I don't know. You, you don't have to worry about it with me. But um, you know, I don't really. I don't. I don't even remember it affecting on campus. I remember seeing pictures and being like, "How? How? How have I not seen this? Like, I'm I'm a hundred feet away. You know, the campus is not that big. Even the places off campus that all this stuff is happening is not that big. But um, yeah, to me, I haven't seen the documentary yet. Um, but you know, during the season, it really, I mean, I know if, I know it fueled a lot as I know for, especially for him personally, but I know for the team, I mean, I, I mean, I think for us, it was, it was more about just winning games and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it might've fueled some guys in that defense. Cause obviously, you know, any, you know, whether you, you play for the guy beside you, but, um, I know for me personally, you know, I was, I mean, just being a young buck, I was just trying to remember the plays and not mess up enough just so we could just win, just so we could win and do my best personally. <laughs>
1: uh, no, I just, yeah, I just yeah. wondered because it's, it's not very often you get to really meet somebody that might have been well, attached there, yeah. to that at all kind of thing. And it was, um, yeah, I mean, it permeated college football to such a degree. Like, I mean, I've never, I've been into college football a bit but not loads and even I knew a lot about like the Mante Teo story when it all kind of kicked off because it affected obviously everything else about him getting drafted and everything like that which is crazy again how even something like that affects people and their draft position and I mean I don't understand the draft it's a lottery to me like
0: oh they they probe into everything when they when they draft you.
1: What did they find in your closet then? What did they find in the (laughs) Koyak closet? Come on.
0: (laughs) Oh, some of the things. So some of the things they talk about with me. So I'm very, which you know from talking to me in person, um, you know, I'm very mellow and low key. And even in super exciting situations, something might happen. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh-huh. so some of the coaches were like, yeah, you don't seem too like excited and like they were, and they viewed it as a negative and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just an even kill kind of guy. I don't like to be too high or too low. You know, I Coach will get stable. excited sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yep. a lot of coaches are like, yeah, like, like you can see them right no he passionate bugs. about the game, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. they're like, does he like the game?
2: You know, he doesn't <laughs> like
0: the. I'm, I'm like, I obviously like the game, or I wouldn't still be playing it at this level. Like, would I be taking like, a, you know, a hit from a 260 or 280 pound guy to the head? Probably not if I didn't like the game.
3: Nope.
0: So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I would not be risking my body and, you know, possibly my future. So, um. That was a big thing. I think that people—they really, I feel like they really poked into. I, I feel like God, they just couldn't understand. They're like, they're "Like, why aren't you just jumping up and down?" I'm like, dude, I'm tired. I'm like, <laughs> I played the most. I'm like, I played the most snaps out of anybody on the team. I'm like, I played mm-hmm. every offensive snap, except for one when I had to tell my coach that that wasn't me who made the mistake, and then I had to go back on the field the next play. <laughs> so I'm like. Ronnie Stanley calls me down on a single single back power. And then the outside backer, you know, rushes down and hits the uh, hits the back behind the line. I could call to the sideline, and get yelled at. I'm like, dude, you're all-American all left tackle calling me down after me telling him no four times. Yell at him. So <laughs> then I, and then I go running back on the field. <laughs> now, that was that.
1: So so. Did they try and get a reaction out of you then when they were talking to you about stuff like, oh, why are you so, why are you not? Like, you're just so even killed, nothing changes you. Did they try and like push buttons in some way to get you to act a little higher or a little lower or something like that to kind of
0: yeah i think they would do that and then the next thing they would do is like if they if they could try to if they couldn't get a button press they'd be like okay well like here put a play to like beat this coverage or like what's a play for this coverage and if i couldn't think of it off my head, like head like that they'd be like oh, okay well we're not sure if you'd be good for the system okay. i'm like I'm like, you know you could give me like five seconds here and i could probably think of something you know it's kind of you know a really quick job interview also rapid like,
1: fire dude I'm, I'm i'm applying to play not to coach so you play right
2: without sounding kind of insulting anyway why would they have anyone but a qb decide to draw up plays because i don't understand the offense is important but if you're a receiver, or a back, an offensive tackle, or I can understand for a tackle just drop a protection scheme. But if you're a receiver, or a back, or a tight end, surely to know how to beat the coverage is more what the quarterback's got to do to
0: then tell you what to do. I mean, it really, I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> no. I'm not calling the plays. No, no, you're really
2: writing them either.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's just like taking like the wonder look, like it, it's arbitrary. It means absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. You know, it was, it's just, it's just a way of them. You know trying to get in your head in a a way i and i think it god i'm not sure it might have been the chiefs that i didn't draw it up quick enough or i didn't draw it up right when i when i went to draw it i was like wait and they're like oh no no no, like we we, we've seen enough like and i was like uh... i'm like wait i'm like i actually know the play that that actually will beat quarters coverage. Like it's one of my favorite plays. I'm like it beats man and beats quarters. I'm like I can draw it up for you right now if you want me to. And I was like, oh wait, no wait, this guy has it. Um, and I was like, I was trying to remember the backside route. I was like, this is the backside for the quarters beater. Oh, what is it? No, like, oh, go. You can't think of it. Like it's okay. Like I don't think if you can't think of it, you're not gonna <laughs> work. I was like, I was like, really? I was like, really? Yeah, like, ben, I how, how dare you not
1: know
2: what the backside wideout is doing on that play? <laughs> how dare you not be able to draw that up in time? That's bad. I mean, it's I... like taking a Formula One driver and saying, design your engine. What do you mean? Oh, you design your engine. Oh, I, it's not quick enough. You can't drive you. Can't, you don't have to drive a car. You, what are you doing? You can't do this. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life.
0: Oh. But they, I mean, they probe you. I mean, shoot. I mean, going to the combine, some guys have to come back and go again. You literally are examined. Like, you have, like, they set you on a table and have, like, six doctors. Like, give. so you know the ACL test? they don't mm-hmm. just have one doctor do it. They have like a doctor from every single team do that to you. Uh, and they do yeah, it to yeah. every limb. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, yeah, like my shoulder's a little shaky. It's like, you better get that right. Because it's about to get twisted and turned 32 okay. times. So yeah. And that's why if, it's like, if it's bad enough, they're going to call you back in what it so that happens in, you know, February, they're going to call you back in April before the draft to see if it's been fixed. And see what the status of it is. And every team that's interested in you is gonna come back and see the results of that.
1: And I'm sure there'll be extra probing and proding probing in like April because they wanna be even more rigorous than February to make sure that it's all okay as well.
0: Yeah, so like that first that like first night you're there. You know you get all that stuff done you know then they send you they, once they find any issues because they regardless they do because you're like oh yeah like i've had my knee scoped once in high school they're like cool get an mri done of his knee and you're like what like it was just a scope it's like mri bright knee so it's like you're and then you're, you find out you're at you know one of the 10 hospitals in the local area with 35 other guys um was waiting to get an MRI done till two or three in the morning, and then you have to wake up at five oh. to do your to do your P test, to do your drug test, which you know is coming, which is another reason why I'm like anyone who fails a drug test at the combine, you know, there's just no brain cells there. I'm just sorry, just a P test
2: or a hair test as well. A
0: P test. If P they P don't, test. don't do they don't do hair tests. They don't care I'm about
2: saying. things you done six months ago,
0: eh? <laughs> I mean, honest. I mean, that's why they negotiate. I mean, at the end of the day i mean nfl owners know guys smoke they don't really care they just want to know that you're just you're not dumb enough to do it when they know you're gonna get tested so that's that's what they want to know as long as we can paint
1: the correct correct narrative with you that you're all right then we like do whatever you want just make sure you don't get caught kind of thing
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not like it's not like if you like. The only thing that shows up, well, one, it's a PED. It's a mixture of a PED, and it's a mixture of, um, you know, street drug tests, That test mm-hmm. normally you get in the NFL, you get your um, street drug, your first two weeks of training camp. Now, and then during the year, that's it. So if you want to, if you want to smoke, smoke whenever you want. <laughs> after that. You know, go ahead. Um,
2: is there random what, drug testing throughout the year?
0: Yeah, but it's only for PEDs. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh
2: poor, okay. Poor Ricky so Williams, PEDs, man. And then the, the suspensions for that are yeah, all games, and that's
0: it. So that's. P, yeah, PEDs is for. And I, I don't even think there's a suspension anymore for. Um, I don't even think there's a suspension anymore now if you. Uh, for. Uh, like uh, weed, if you get caught smoking
1: yeah um, for the first time well, it's I think legal you, in a lot of states three, i guess isn't so. it three strikes with it You're like there's no suspension initially then there's like an official reprimand or something and then it's a fine and suspension or something like that
0: it's something yeah, i think if you get refer to the program your first time then the now well the second it used to be the second time but i think it's like the third time now like, because that's how it used to be. But like, once you're in the program, you get tested like three or four times a month. Like, you you basically get tested every week. We should so. phone
4: Josh Gordon and ask him what the or, process or is. I think, I think he's quite familiar with
2: it. Yeah, and uh, McAfee should, spoke about it as well. He said that it was like having to live like a, a monk for two and a half years.
0: It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, honestly, because it's it's not benefiting your game at all. So it's oh. in reality, it's more of a way for. Um, more of a way for like owners to just not pay guys it's just like hey if you finally (laughs) get it's it's like if you finally get caught enough to get suspended Mm. for like Mm. four games it's like cool you're not getting paid for four games but it's like also if you get caught enough times to really get suspended i'm like you can't you probably deserve to not get paid for four games Mm. like if you get if you really get caught smoking like three Mm. times like when you know when the tests are like come on now yeah yeah
1: (laughs) Hey, man, some people just can't let it go. Not even for those two weeks or whatever. Some people just can't let it go.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean, it's just one of those things I, I never... I'm like, you literally know when the test is. If you really need to smoke that bad, like, come on. Like, just wait a couple weeks before. Yeah. Don't you smoke are right. for this two-week window. You are and... also
1: saying this, though, in the state of Florida, which is infamous for people making very bad judgment calls and <laughs> making news about it, so...
0: That's fair. I mean, Google Florida, Florida men in your birthday. <laughs> See what happens.
1: Yeah, we've uh, we we have had Shane Vereen getting us to do that already, and checking out the best stories that took place on our birthday involving Florida men. There are some pretty good ones around the place. It's
4: a good. What was Ben? What was the biggest game that you had? That I had as yeah. a Jaguar. No, it's. I mean, either as a Jag or in college for Notre Dame.
0: Uh, what was the I biggest mean, game for? uh So there, I mean, and as a Jag is probably the wild, is probably the first game it was probably wild card playoffs. So it was mm-hmm. the first game we had made the playoffs in. I think it was like 10 or 15 or hosted a playoff game, probably 10 or 15 years. And I caught a touchdown on like fourth and like fourth and one on the goal line. And the ironic thing was, is it was supposed to be a first down play. Um, so that if it didn't work, you know, we had three downs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think we were at the, like six yard line, got to like the three, then, you know, ran another play, made it to the two and third down, you know, we try to punch it and don't get it. Then it's like fourth down. I'm like, I'm like, you know, we we're in you know, we're in big package and, you know, somehow in my head, I'm like, we're going to call this, aren't we? And then, you know, we call it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man. I was like, this is supposed to be the first down play. So that's like, if they change their coverage or they decide to not play the way they want, because it's a one man route, it's just a play action in one person. So if they just sang song, because they had been playing hard safety and their uh, outside guy had been playing hard into the, you know, the wing back on or the wing tight end. And so I just, you know, hard blocked him for a second, just went to the back of the end zone and caught it. It couldn't see it at all. It's right in the sun, so just did the whole catch the sun catch the sun roll. Could not see it at all. Um, yeah. So and that ended up being the only touchdown of the game. So that was a that was a big thing. So that was probably NFL biggest game. And then college, um, we were we played Stanford, and we were down. I I can't remember by how much, and it was like fourth and twenty, and with like a minute left, and I caught a touchdown in the corner of the end zone, the student section, nice. right as you know, right at the end of the game. And it was I think it was the only touchdown I had in the student section, right by the student section. So, yeah, and they went was, crazy. Yeah, oh, they went nuts. It was it was a wild, it was a wild one. They busted uh, man up three deep coverage, and they had the the guy. Uh, we just had like you know. a like a hook in a corner, and I ran the corner, and the guy like bit on the bit on the hook, and I was just sitting there, just like, "Hey, wide <laughs> open," just sitting in the corner of the end zone.
1: You, so you don't have to answer this one if you don't want to, Ben. Um, we'll see. I might
0: I might have to be I might have to answer delicately. Yeah, yeah, no, it's
1: fine. Obviously, the 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 postseason touchdown that you caught was against the Bills. You then go and beat Jazz's Steelers in that. Insane, just offense, offense, offense. Which Uh anybody who's seen the Steelers in the playoffs, like the previous fifteen years, I forgot about that. That where, Where did that come from? That game, that was awesome. And then you go and play the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Did you guys actually believe? (laughs) <laughs> the, the Jags okay. were going to beat the Patriots and Brady <laughs> with, with, and I don't mean to be How mean. Cause that? I love the guy, but Blake Bortles, it was like Bortles V Brady and Bortles was on like such a pedestal at that point. I mean, that defense was insane. The way it had played for a lot of the years. He's clicking his neck, Ollie. He <laughs> yeah, like I know. You. I think Ben's gonna you reach get, out um... through the screen and hit no.
0: him. <laughs> I'm glad no. this is on Zoom now. No. no, that's just that's just when you when you when you hold a 10 pound helmet on your head for however many years, you can't <laughs> yeah. help but click your neck I was so I was times. very
1: scared by that. I'm not gonna lie. When you're doing that, I was regretting this question completely.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, honestly, I mean, shoot, I thought we had it. I mean, if you go back, I mean. I mean, you still hear people in Jacksonville talk about like Miles Jack wasn't down because shoot, there <laughs> was a fumble that should have been called that he wasn't down that he should have ran back. Um, there were some questionable calls in that game, and you know, I, we should have we should have won that game. It was one of those games that you know, as uh, you know, you don't want to leave it up to officiating because obviously, you know, any game can have questionable calls and you know everyone's like oh it's the Patriots home game but shoot I mean any game can come down to a mixture of calls and whatnot and I don't think they had gone to the point yet where they were saying let the play run before blowing the you know you know not blow the whistle and let the play run Mm. you know I don't think they had gone to that point yet Um, so it was one of those things where you know they just blew the whistle and that happened to happen but uh, you know I I, I remember playing that game, thinking like we had played them in the preseason. We had joint practices against them in the preseason. I remember being like, "This team is not that great, and we've already played them once, and we played them in the preseason, and we just absolutely worked them in, in the preseason."
3: Mm.
0: And so, when we played them in the postseason, it wasn't like it was this big shock because we had already played them. Um, yeah, going into that game really was not was not really. Like I, was the, I was just having a look at it, I was just reminding myself
4: of the the score, and you guys were ahead by ooh, seventeen to ten at one point, was it? And then they ooh. scored twice in the fourth quarter. Obviously, yeah. Uh, you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Falcons fan, so yeah, I do actually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you I do. Know how it goes? Damn man, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was genuinely. I, I thought the Jags had won that at one point, like. I I was surprised how in, how New England was was stalling so much in that game, and I was like, we're oh, they're have... shutting them down, yeah. And I was like, we're gonna have a Jags like Eagles or Vikings uh, Super Bowl. This is gonna be insane. Like Brady gets upended and stuff like that.
0: Well, the Eagles drives the eagle half of the Eagles uh, plays in the Super Bowl were just our plays. I remember watching the Super Bowl the next uh, two weeks later and being like, cool. So the Eagles just took our whole playbook. It's called Basically. a Philly
1: special, not a Jacksonville special. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they obviously did not steal Philly special from us. Even though Doug Peterson, now Jacksonville, maybe he can call Jack special now. But, um, but you know, uh, I just remember, like, their first drive was was all our plays. I remember being like, I'm like, what is going on here? So they obviously just went back and combed through, you know, weeks and weeks of Jacksonville tape. Um know it's a copycat league as we always say and you know that's i remember watching that just being like cool so yeah they did their homework they know what worked. we obviously knew what worked against them and they they realized that so they went back and looked at a lot of our stuff and you know put it into their system they obviously implemented their own stuff it's not like they copied everything but um but yeah i mean that's i mean that's how the league works though so
1: there's there's no like sense of pride almost in that a little bit of like you guys had to rip us off to beat the patriots or or are you more like jesus we would have won this or something like that kind of thing
0: oh i mean there was no sense of pride i mean i mean i mean we should we should have we should we should have beat them when we had our chance i mean if we had been on that stage and uh, and had the chance you know to Mm. or well we were, we weren't stage to have the chance, maybe maybe, if we had had the chance to be Philly, you know it would have been a different mm. story, but
4: well, I think that jag's defense would have slowed down Eagles a lot more. In the in the Super Bowl, so you never know. Nah, probably not. I was I was gonna, I
0: was gonna say. We'll don't think so, <laughs> You Nah, n- never know. Nick Foles he was would, on another
1: level that night. Something he special. He, would, he He had a Midas touch that evening. It was, uh, and some helpful officiating as well with a couple of touchdowns. that. Jags
2: D was far better than that Patriots defense as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was. Oh Country Mile.
0: They're, that, I mean, have I mean, shoot, having played that game, the Patriots defense was not that special that year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was discipline and that's that's what they do. They're well yeah. disciplined, but they're assignments
2: that do their job the old Bill Belichick sign, of course. Yeah, that's, Dude,
0: that's yeah.
3: what it's, yeah.
4: What what do you think of this current Jags team then? They've 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 got into the playoffs this year somehow. <laughs> I never thought it would happen. I had a bet with Jazz that they that they wouldn't um get above five hundred.
2: No, 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 no. Is it six no, wins? No, no they wouldn't get five they'd have five wins or less is what you said Uh, okay yeah let's 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 reframe how poorly you thought they'd do
4: so they've surprised me massively and they've finished the season amazingly have they i don't think they're much underdogs against the chargers with the bookies what where do you see this team how much have you watched them this year
0: so I mean so me and uh, Ollie and I actually um did some commenting on them like versus Denver. And if you had asked me versus that Denver game if they had if they had a chance of making the playoffs, I would said no. I would said there's no, absolutely no chance that they mm. would have made the playoffs. And they've obviously figured a lot of things out. So um and I talked with I talked with Ollie about this, that... During that time, they lost to Denver. They had they had absolutely, they had just got rid of James Robinson. They had absolutely no identity. They could not throw the ball. They couldn't protect for more than a half second. All they would do is just run with Travis at the end for, you know, a couple plays and that was it, mm-hmm. you know. And then once he was out, it was screen pass, maybe attempt a you know, mid-range pass and then it was punt. You know, they, and <laughs> maybe they would complete something and there'd be a tiny spark, but, you know, they had nothing and they've actually managed to figure out some things and their offense looks like a functioning offense, which is nice to see. Cause I felt like the whole game I was saying, you guys need to figure out something else other than just running with Travis. Etienne. I'm like, he's a great player, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you can't just run it at three plays. And then when he goes out, everyone in the building knows it's either a screen to the backup or, you know, you're just going to try to, you know, throw it to Christian Kirk. So, they've managed to put together a great offense and God, their defense is actually playing, playing solid, which well. is great to see. Their yeah. defense is playing very, very well. And it's, you know, given they, I mean, Tennessee was playing Josh jobs and I, I love Josh. I played with them. And, but, you know, um, you know, they're going to be playing Justin Herbert, which I I mean, they beat Justin Herbert once, but, you know, I mean, if I think if Mike Williams can't come back, that's going to be, a big thing because mm. his his playing has been massively improved with his whole array of weapons so if he doesn't have his whole array of weapons it'll be a different story i feel like i feel like it'll even out the field a little bit i feel like it'll put some put a lot of pressure but um i think their whole i think obviously if you can just if you shut down the passing game with them a little bit. Um, I think that gives them a chance because I don't, the Chargers, just in my opinion, just don't have that strong of a run game. Uh, Austin, I, I love Austin Eckler. He, I mean, he carried me on fantasy. Don't get me wrong, I love him, <laughs> but I mean, what do you have? Two hundred yard games this year? Um, I mean, he's not. I mean, their defense is strong enough where I think I don't think he's going to have a hundred yard game. So if they can find a way to sh- you know shut down a little bit in that passing game, force them to run the ball, I think you know I think they'll have a good shot
1: the only reason Mike Williams is out as well is because Brandon Staley had the ludicrous idea last week of keeping starters in right till the very end when you don't have to. And like every, every NFL fan, let alone every Chargers fan is looking at that. And cause I, I kind of think the Chargers have a bit of a soft spot with a lot of people anyway. I think they're just quite a, a likable team. team. Yeah. There, there aren't too many people that people go, Oh, just don't click with that guy or anything. And, um, <laughs> and a lot of people are looking at the TV and seeing Mike Williams go down. And you're like, well, you've just reduced your best receiver core by so much losing him. Like it's now going to be so much based around Allen. Um, why on earth? Like what? What is driving a coach in that moment in a game that doesn't mean half as much? Like I understood it with Philadelphia last week. They're playing a, a third string Giants team, and they played mm-hmm. the softest core of NFL that I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was run, run, maybe throw one. If we don't get a first down right, just get Super it away as far away. Yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't get hurt. Don't Jalen Hurts, whatever you do, do not run. Don't even do a two-yard <laughs> sneak. They did it once, and ev- everybody in the stadium was like, oh, no, 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 no. So they yeah. kind of managed it. And they needed a win to get the bye, you get the bye, everything like that. Chargers did, weren't playing for a bye. They were just playing maybe for a different seed. You're in the playoffs already. Why on earth would you keep starters in at that point?
0: I mean, to me, it doesn't make sense because I'm like, you didn't have like, I don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't have Keenan Allen last time. I don't think they had Mike Williams last time either. And if they did, I feel like he was limited. So I'm like, I feel like, again, that just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Like, I know, I know the Jags played them and they won, but I'm like, I feel like they're playing with backups and you're setting yourself up for failure by playing with backups again. So it's it's not like they don't have backups, but I'm like you, you can scheme and I feel like we I feel like how many times if, you know, I I feel like I've said this before, you know, you can scheme a couple plays here and there and you know, you can scheme the first half a touchdown maybe on the opening drive and you know you're you know you script your top fifteen for what you think they're gonna come out in. You can't scheme a whole game. It's never mm-hmm. gonna work. So it's like you might you can have a rag tag rag tag group of guys, but you never gonna scheme the whole game. It just it just can't work. You you need to have some of those guys healthy like that. And I just uh, Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like trying to play for a better seed. Like come on, just isn't it just
4: isn't it just the most charges thing to do though? Like they they don't seem to make great decisions as a coaching squad and as like a organization and I don't know like you said it's not if you're playing for a number 1 seed or it, what used to be a number 2 seed as well where you get a week off that's a huge prize like you still got to put everything into it and treat it like it's a playoff game a week 17 or 18 game but like yeah i just don't i don't know it just seems like the chargers just make bad decisions and i'm waiting for them to do something in the fourth quarter if they've got a tight game there's going to be something some kind of decision that they make Some kind of timeout or something i don't know they feel a bit cursed at
1: their own 45 yard line and they'll be like oh let's go for it we should probably try and get this first yeah yeah that kind of thing
4: there's going to be something or they're not going to go for it when they should i don't know i just don't trust this coaching team to get it right i trust herbert to be good but i don't know i don't trust that team so i think the jags are going to win i've got them to winning
2: were they not always going to be the fifth seed
4: I can't remember if they were locked in or not. I thought they were. They can't I mean, have been locked in. They, surely they wouldn't have played them otherwise. They must have been able me, to with move out. The
2: early kickoffs or the second block kickoffs last week. Uh,
4: second block because I think? it was during Then the, the... Ravens
2: Bengals would have been finished, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But so then they would have known if yeah. they were going to be locked in for a seat. So they had no reason to play their starters because at that <laughs> point, point the Ravens were locked. Exactly. Well, the Jacks then... played on Saturday. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So <laughs> it's even worse then. It's even worse than we're saying.
2: What's wrong with them?
4: I don't know. What if Herbert got injured?
0: I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even played it. I mean, Herbert's finally getting back to full health just now. I mean, yeah, yeah. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but they, you.
2: Know, Chargers, feel... coaching system has been terrible for years, and yeah. they've always made bad calls. You think, okay, maybe it was Anthony Lynn. Get rid of him. And the choke, the, the head coaches continue to make stupid calls, mm-hmm. and that's one of them. Sorry for cutting you off there, Ben. But it's just. Oh no, you're it's fine. It's Endemic of the franchise <laughs> that it just becomes... I know. Well, Boneheaded
1: head coaches. Oh. But the problem in the NFL is these tight ends that can't draw up a backside route for a play inside yeah, half a second of being told to cover yeah. the coverage pro- in front of them. That's the, problem. the real. Those are the bad decisions that get made, not the ones that have a week it's of planning problem. ahead of it. Oh, <laughs>
0: it's the problem. I don't know why they don't address it more.
1: It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. It took, I mean... took them. Took them
0: five years, but they finally did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think I'm just having a look at the. I just want to bring up the spread on this game. I think it's the closest one on paper. It feels a like a, a coin flip game. One, one and, and
1: a half,
4: half. half. Yeah, one and a half. Yeah, yeah.
1: What do you guys I, think? Am I the only one picking I'm the Jags? Jaguars, Jaguars, or? I'm taking the Jags. Oh, I really don't want. It. Well, that the means that fine. means it's not
4: going to happen then. Oh. Okay.
1: Every time we take the same team, Ben, that it's we always end up losing. So it's, you can nail always. it on now as a Chargers
0: victory next. <laughs> Damn week. it! Nailed on now. <laughs> all right So I can. So now I can't take the Jags. Okay. Yeah. No, you can, but just don't put money on them <laughs> because you, you're just wasting your money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm not going to put one. Oh, on. well, yeah. I guess I can't officially now put money on. I was going to say I can't put money. on but I can't now, I guess.
1: Yeah, you can let it ride. You can put it all on Ben. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> I'm just so used to I'm so used to not being allowed to bet on NFL. So I'm like, oh, I'm actually allowed now.
4: Didn't yeah. didn't stop Calvin Ridley from
0: from doing it. <laughs> no He's who's, who's a who's a Jaguar now? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of the betting thing, just quickly on that, I understand why you can't bet on a game you're playing in because you can completely influence the result. But if, say, you're playing at the 1pm games and you're betting on Monday night football, you've got no way of influencing that game at all, really. So why does it that it's not allowed for you to but bet But you know that? the players and stuff you around can the You could send a message
1: so... and be like,
4: oh, oh drop, so you could do that. That's drops. what they're
2: trying to base it on. Yeah, yeah but there's loads if... of things
4: that could happen. And
2: then if you're out the league, you still have the same contact. So therefore, you can still call the same players and say, well, just drop your first pass. You can still do the same thing.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Ben, can we go through your phone? See if you've got anybody <laughs> we can tap up. We are
0: losing on this. That,
4: that makes <laughs> no sense. We're not good at betting. <laughs> We're not good at this.
0: I mean, I'm 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 trying to think if I know any guys who are actually in the playoffs who yeah, I'd be yeah. able to... We could we say could a lot of the guys... A new segment next week A lot of the guys I know aren't in the playoffs right now, so...
1: Come on, Koyak um, in the Clutch brings through the guaranteed c- bet every
2: week for us. It'd be great. am yeah, sorry.
0: It'd be collusion. <laughs> I'd be...
2: But, but I, I can understand... It's just, I can understand your own team, but uh, again, if you're trying to call someone and trying to interfere with their professionalism, I don't think a player is really going to do that unless it's worth ridiculous amounts of money considering how much you guys get paid anyway.
0: Well, also the one thing that given, I mean, you shouldn't be betting on their game, given, but like also, I think about it in like the Pete Rosen, even the Calvin Ridley sense. Like they were betting on their own team to win. It's not like yeah. they were betting on them. Yeah. It's not like they were yeah. on them to lose. <laughs> yeah. they were, they were, it's like you're you're it's like you, you do, you're backing betting yourself? on your own team to you exactly. You're just backing yourself. It's not like you're. I mean, betting on the Falcons
4: win. to win is really foolish
2: as well. So well, yes. it's way some
0: money, isn't it? <laughs> it's that's, yeah. that's, that's like if anything it's like it's like shoot if i do bad it's like i'm losing even more money it's like yeah <laughs> like, yeah like yeah, yeah. why it's like why are you penalizing me for you know <laughs> it's like if anything you should just you should just like be like i have you have a meeting at you know nfl headquarters and you should just be like smack across the face like yeah. don't do that again <laughs> yeah it's like just don't be stupid but you have like, the um you know?
1: <laughs> the problem the problem that could arise as well is you remember when was it ocho cinco had a mobile phone underneath the mm-hmm. pylon pad you could have the problem where a wide receiver puts his phone underneath the pylon pad and as he goes in for the touchdown, gets it and presses the first touchdown scorer bet button. And so he gets his first touchdown scorer bet on himself having just scored the touchdown. They might because of the delay that you get in gambling be enough time to do things like that. We it can't have that in the NFL, But that it would, would be get a it would flag, even though. better.
2: Imagine <laughs> how much of a big Dick Energy move it would be to have done that but have put the money on yourself with the bet already and you take your phone out and as you celebrate you unlock your screen and show the camera the bet on yourself to score first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want the this amount is, of money you lose with. no you I know I, I'm fully aware of <laughs> that <but> it's <laughs> getting very <laughs> elaborate now as you a, put, as a bit of swagger that would be a bit fun
1: Look, they're allowing Caesars to sponsor everything, we've got the NFL team obviously in Vegas now with the Raiders let's just embrace it, let's let them bet
0: all they want, go, the season would be insane go full gambling. They, they, they used to have FanDuel in our stadium and they'd be like FanDuel and we're like, why aren't we getting some of this I'm like, you guys are blatantly <laughs> advertising it, I'm yep. like, why aren't we getting some money from this, like this is ridiculous yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, what about, yeah. what else we got this weekend, obviously Jags Charge is the closest one, uh team that you scored your touchdown against bens taking on yeah. the uh Miami Dolphins the bills against dolphins. the dolphins do you buy that this is going to be like a you yeah, know it's a divisional game so it's more difficult and everything i mean miami without t- with tua was starting to slow down towards the end of the season without tua it's, it's even worse i mean that game against the jets last weekend
2: that
0: was, was, dire. So that, was that was rough that I was yeah. rough <laughs> In a, a must win
1: game setup. as well
2: Ugh. yeah
1: and the yeah. and the yeah, bills exactly. The Bills are in this like such a peculiar position with everything that's happened with DeMar Hamlin, but now the positivity coming around with Hamlin, that story is taking such a good twist. And I think a lot of people say going into even last week, like whatever, like what happened with Hamlin could be a big impact in a sink or swim for Buffalo. And you imagine with like a Sean McDermott character, that's gonna probably be a swim. They were always gonna use it as a big driving force for the team anyway. There's no chance for Miami in this. They're not. You, you can't have the Miami Dolphins killing off the story of the year.
0: See, I mean, I, this is where, like, as a player, this is where I do bring in divisional opponents because they've played twice already. And this is literally your third time playing somebody, given I do think the Bills are going to run away with it because I'm, I just think the Bills are a far better team. But, you know, when you play someone for a third time, having played them twice already you know you you already know their system and you will have already played them twice already the year before the year before that and, and you know it's just one of those things where players even if it's for a different coach so you know i played for different head coaches but like i knew the titan system i knew the you know i knew the systems of the texans and the colts you know even with other coaches so you know i played them twice a year for years and if I had played them in the playoffs the third time, like I could have blocked half the stuff in my sleep. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's it comes down to really creativity. So um do I I still think the Bills are gonna win? But I think you know, like do I think it'll be a little bit closer than people will expect? Yeah, yeah. I do. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's I'm gonna happen
4: be... so as well. It's plus thirteen, sorry to interrupt, but just to put that in context, that's a big was... spread. So
0: I was literally about to say I don't think it's gonna be a fourteen point victory. No. I, I would there we go. <laughs> I would I would say thir- thirteen would be about the would be the max about of what I would say. Don't take it for gospel. But you know that's that's what I would you know, that's about the max I would say. But um given obviously two is not there, so that that obviously helps the build out
4: yeah. quite a bit. Is he a hundred percent not not playing
2: because I've seen like I don't reports think clear no. to even throw the ball yet he so sh- he's still in concussion he, okay. yeah, he, he should. should he, sh- he should not. what's your he take on not. that Ben actually what's your take As he, should, he, should he now retire because those head injuries were terrible this year
0: yeah piling oh. up I, I don't know if he should retire he shouldn't touch a, he should not touch the field this year though oh 100% my, that yeah yeah so I mean when you have two concussions in a year I mean it's you should at least take you know two three four weeks off you know and then this is number three. You know, they said, like, oh, this is a second. It's like, no, well, everyone knows this is third. is first one, they called it a neck injury, which in, in case you're, you know, if you're not in the NFL, when someone on the injury report shows up with a neck injury, especially a quarterback, it's not a neck injury. It's a concussion. That's their way of getting around concussion protocol. So um, a neck injury equals a concussion. Um, but, yeah, so this is a concussion number three for him. He should not be on the field. Mm -hmm. at all in any capacity for you know 100 he shouldn't be doing OTAs he shouldn't be doing anything maybe maybe he can watch it he should be maybe watching OTAs you know maybe watching film he shouldn't be doing anything on the field so maybe maybe practice and training camp that's that's when like if that were me like as a head coach I'd be like see what doctors say in training camp like but like Luke Keekly was you know your example of a guy who had so many head injuries, and he retired at 28. And mm-hmm. you know, guys were begging him to retire because he was getting oh, two really? concussions, he was getting two concussions a year for every Oof. year he was in the league. Yeah, but, the but play with reckless
2: injuries. abandon, I mean, that's why I made such a great linebacker. But I mean, yeah, yeah the but, toll yeah. on you, the body, of course, eventually eventually catch up, you. but the brain is one that it can happen. And it, if that happens the wrong way, it's you don't know when it's going to hit you.
1: But if you're two, uh, exactly that idea of not playing until training camp, like, look at, you know, only took a half an opportunity for Geno Smith to step in and everybody thought he was done and he steps in and, and becomes a bit of a baller this season with the Seattle Seahawks. Like, if you're Tua Valoa, you do not want to be stepping away from Mike McDaniels' his offense for any amount of time because, A, he seems like he's building an offense a bit like the Niners, which you can plug in a lot of different quarterbacks and be successful in because of the weapons that you've got and b he's a brand new head coach who's like well fine if i have to use Tua, i'll use Tua, but if i've got a reason to maybe bring in somebody that i would rather have that's the golden opportunity for him if Tua's is suddenly sitting out and there's this like the player isn't going to want to sit out for that long at all
2: are they to tack on to that, just to before we get your answer on that, Ben, is that also coming out of college, too, had the big hip injury. And so the injury prone tag comes into it. Of course, not yeah. saying that injury prone comes into head injuries, but it also comes down to missed time and missed games
0: and, well, and things like that.
2: So would that, yeah. And would that play into the coaches and the GM's thoughts, too?
0: I mean, I think so. I mean, I'm not sure when he's, it got, is it this year or next year he has to, he's probably up for his whether or not he's gonna get his, his tender. Next sure. year they'll pick and up the next fifth year or, the they can pick up work. the fifth or, or not. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I'm sure we'll we'll I'm sure we'll know by next year um whether or not they're gonna pick up that tender or not. But yeah, I mean it'll it'll definitely go into consideration. But I think whether or not he's actually able to play will obviously be a big factor. But I understand yeah he's not gonna to want to sit out. No guy wants to sit out and have the opportunity for someone to replace him. But you know he did he did put on his show you know make leaps and bounds mm. of improvements and you know I think he just has to trust that but at the end of the day um if if you can't function and, you know and you know you can't talk at age 35 or 40 you know yeah. what, what's the point yeah so I think if I could replace at age four you know at a, you know age 25 and i have to work again to find another spot so be it and you know i'll take the money and run and you know maybe that's maybe that's my time and that's it but you know he was a first round draft pick he'll be good and he even because of that he'll still get a ton of opportunities he'll get a ton of looks so he's it's not like he's not going to be able to find a spot so um he was well, still- a
2: backup he could be a backup for a couple of years and do a geno smith and then come back and Maybe like exactly. a legal fire for all we know. Yeah,
4: well, I think he's done. I think he's done enough this year. Like you touched on, to get the starting job next year. I don't think anybody will really be talking about no matter what happens this weekend. I don't think they'll be talking in the off season, unless he makes the decision himself.
1: I would I think definitely. He'll imagine, be the starter next year. I would definitely imagine Miami quarterback conversations this off season. Uh, without question. Yeah,
2: but there'll be oh, conversations,
4: yeah. but I, I don't think. I think he'll be the starter next year.
2: But maybe yep. they draft someone. Maybe in the second round they pick up one and they say this competition for you.
0: Also. I would be. I would. I would actually expect them to probably. If I had to guess, I would expect them to bring in like a more reliable veteran than drafting a guy. Like genius Yeah. Well, with <laughs> him being such, with him being yeah. such a young guy, like I would think they would bring in a guy who's on, you know, cu- like guy who's on the cusp of, you know, being old. not Colt McCoy, but like that kind of. Maybe that kind of age or yeah, like a Ryan
2: Fitzpatrick be. before he retired, that sort of.
0: Point. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. some guy who's like still s- talented enough where he can get the job done, but you know he's not going to be there for five or ten years. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to be there.
3: <laughs>
0: Leave poor Matt, Matt alone, poor Matt Ryan. Leave <laughs> Matt alone this year. He's he's been done dirty. That's not fair. Oh, I totally oh, agree. Yeah. That's
2: been terrible.
0: I was trying but to I mean, te-
2: she-
1: explain to George Egator last week. I think it was where I was like. You can't have a go at Matt Ryan at this point for this season when every quarterback you've put in has been beaten, battered and bruised. Like You left Nick yeah. Foles in a heap on the floor. It's an offensive line problem, not a quarterback problem in Which in is shocking,
2: because going into the year, the offensive line was one of the strengths and seen as a case of Ryan might have the best O-line he's had for years and then it turned out to be as porous as Not the Jews. case. Yeah, Jeff Saturday offense. should have
1: come back and played centre, not
2: head coach. <laughs> it might help. I mean, it
4: doesn't <laughs> help when you haven't got any wide receivers to throw to, and then you have to stay in the pocket for four seconds so, or yeah,
2: whatever. So I, so I was thinking in the shower the other day. I was Dangerous things to think in the shower. <laughs> yeah, this is a good start. Keep a PG, please. Yeah, well, don't worry. But I was do you want to get ready to the, shut his microphone uh, off, Ollie. The draft season pass? we had last year, and we spoke about the Bengals pick, and how they were saying it's going to be between Penny Sewell and Jamar Chase and all the memes came out about if you get Chase, you're going to see Burrow in a heap on the floor. If you take Sewell, you see him throw the ball to Boyd or Higgins. Wasn't the year it wasn't last year, sorry, before that? Before that, oh, yeah, yeah, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, two years and ago. what I think that choice of Jamar Chase proved was if you don't have the best offensive line, if you've got a ridiculous offensive weapon like a Jamar Chase who can take a slant and beat the blitz because you're going to get it out within a second and take it for 60, 70 yards. That may be more valuable than the the kind of all-star left tackle to begin with, because some of the tackles we see, and we've seen plenty of them throughout the years, completely bust. Of course, you have seen wide receivers bust as well. But not as frequently
1: or not... recently. Wide receivers coming out of college, like a lot have popped well Quickly. enough to be established in the NFL within the first half of the season and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so
2: that's that's why, I, that, as we are just talking about that in terms of offensive lines and wide receivers it kind of fits with that maybe if ryan had even one better receiver than just michael pittman maybe that would have allowed them to kind of scheme out ways of getting the ball out far more effectively and quicker so you wouldn't have to worry about having three or four seconds to stand there and well get beaten up before he passes
0: yeah i think that's a big thing i mean you lose you lose a lot of your playmakers so i mean they have a good offensive line but like you said it's like cool you have michael pittman And then, you know, you have Mo Ali Cox, but I mean, he's not lighting the world on fire, um, you know, from a tight end standpoint. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone hones in on, you know, maybe two guys, you know, you don't have T.Y. Hilton anymore. Um, What do you do? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot of it I think is just scheme based because he, it's not like you don't have a talented offensive line. You have an extremely talented offensive line, but you you know you can't no no offensive line doesn't matter who they are like they're not going to be able to block sit down and block for you know ten seconds especially should have the stuff the Colts do is quick game and then you know you're sitting there having them block quick game and then they're patting the ball in the pocket it's like you're not going to get three seconds hmm. out yeah. of a quick game sorry yeah. it's just never it's never going to happen so
2: yeah. and the run game suffered from that as well and Jonathan Taylor's injuries but without. A reliable sort of aerial attack that just put everyone in the
0: box oh, yeah. and said,
2: Oh, just yeah, just come on, run at us then. Who are you going to beat us with?
0: Yeah, that's essentially what that's the same problem the Texans have, obviously, because everyone yep. knows run up first and second and then have to try and to. I pass hope you throw it to Robert
2: Woods and if he's if he's covered, which he probably will be these days, uh, good luck
0: that's unfortunate that Robert was that's unfortunate He's he tough. got he got done
2: so dirty going yeah. to that team thinking AJ oh, Brown yeah. was going to be there and he was gonna be the number two to a really good number one and then he gets sold down the river
4: big time
2: hey, can
1: you imagine eh, hey, the Texans having nefarious shady practices around that franchise who would have <laughs> who, who would have thought in this modern era in the NFL geez um there's a couple more divisional games coming up in the uh, in the playoffs as well this weekend. I'm not that hyped about the Ravens against the Bengals because it doesn't look like Lamar Jackson is going to be back in time for oh, the Ravens. The Bengals, even with Lamar, I think are heavy favourites anyway. But the Lamar thing, we touched on it a second ago uh, and spoke about it last week a little bit. Has he kind of screwed Checked himself out? a little bit, Lamar Jackson, with the, the contract negotiations? It's another unhealthy yes. season...
4: He's taken a big risk on himself when and he's it might not pay off now.
1: Down big money because he wanted the big biggest bag of all. A great athlete obviously, but the injury problem is going to stick out when people are offering him deals.
0: I mean, I've never been a fan of the whole like I have to be paid the absolute most, especially when his numbers just haven't been
2: They're not good. Paid.
0: I mean, given—don't get me wrong—he's an elite athlete, and you know, like in every in a lot of regards. But you know, he's not always going to be, and you know, as he's aged and don't get it's not like he's old by any means. He's probably what only twenty-six, maybe twenty-seven by now, mm-hmm. um, at the oldest. But you know, he's started those. Those injuries are starting to catch up to him to a point where it's affecting his team's play. You know, they can't—they can't win without him. You know, no. they, they what they lost like five or six straight when they had a chance to just clinch the division. It just
4: looks so boring as well. Mm. They've got no juice.
0: Oh,
2: terrible, no juice. Yeah. yeah,
0: they. Oh, I mean, I mean, watching watching a Ravens game is just miserable without <laughs> him a quarter without him a quarterback. It, I mean, they they can't get they just can't get the ball. They can't get the ball done anything done with the ball. So, um, I mean. Gosh, I mean, their defense hasn't done much better, to be honest. Which is, so, which the addition is, Rokan Smith
2: made a big difference in fairness to that. They were terrible the start of the year, but Rokan Smith definitely you, that's, galvanized it. Yeah. But, that, but that's that's ter- a good point. Terrible to like passable. To average. Isn't a it's playoff. not like the Ravens' defense of the Ray Lewis and the Ed Reed's and yeah, the motion artists. Yeah. It's not mm. that doesn't, sort of defense. But got got bad, does, that ab- doesn't come along very often,
1: that level of. Play. But if you've got a bad offense and then a passable defense, a Bengals team in the playoffs. Like, it doesn't really matter about a divisional game. Like, that. Yeah, Especially no, when I've just seen it a week prior.
4: I can't see it. The only thing I can say is that the Bengals, like, have struggled a little bit, like, last week they struggled a little bit, like, closing that game out and stuff. I could have... Could I see it being, like, within two scores in the fourth? I don't know. It just doesn't <laughs> feel that way. They're a field goal offense against this juggernaut in the Quick Bengals. So...
2: Or long drive, they can do it all. Yeah. yeah bengal's are gonna have that chip as well
1: because of they feel aggrieved by the whole coin toss thing. neutral venue they wanted a chance to maybe have that opportunity to play to oh you saw a, that mix and celebration the, that was the pretty... mix and celebration <laughs> was pretty awesome pulling I enjoyed the, that. the coin out of the sock and then flipping the coin and kicking it away <laughs> that was awesome but um but yeah the bengals i think will have that little you know not only oh we lost the super bowl last year but then it'll be like, oh look, we didn't even get to play out the season how we wanted to, and everything like that. Um, in the same way, the Bills will use it. I think the Bengals will try and use what happened on that Monday Night Football as well for a light psychological advantage going into the playoffs too.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And like I said, with divisional opponents, it's especially especially in back to back weeks, gonna have to pull out some wrinkles. But I don't. I don't see there, especially God, the only way they win this one is if they just completely pull out something brand new that the Bengals haven't seen and have lots of it. And men just run the ball a lot because clearly passing the ball is not working for us.
1: <laughs> ben, when, when you went to the AFC Championship game, what was the, you know, we always hear about things like Pound the Rock and stuff like that from uh you know uh john grudem with the bucks on their super bowl winning season and after the season finished we all heard about how he bought a huge piece of granite and it was like we just chip away at this piece of granite we pound the rock until we get it to what we want it to be what was like the team motto that gus bradley had going into like that season with the afc championship game and have you been involved in because we've speculated that there are loads of these kind of like things that coaches do like burying a football on the first day of practice and saying that's last season now we're going to stomp on the ground and it's like stomp the ground becomes the motto or something like that have you been in any teams where you as a player have (laughs) have basically done what jazz has done when you've heard a coach trying to do like the inspiring thing you're like dude this one doesn't really work very well this isn't like this isn't giving us the chip on the shoulder that we need to have the edge or anything
0: yeah oh shit i mean that was doug at that point and i feel like Oh, man i don't feel like he really i can't even remember to be honest what his <laughs> what his um thing was like i feel like it might have been like oh, like just one like it just take it like one game at a time but like i i don't know like i feel like there's sometimes when you know they're heartfelt and sometimes when things are like i, I don't know how to describe it like you know just like brief and short and you know like that's their style but like I've 100% had coaches, you know, do the whole like yeah, like we do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, God, just shut up. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, I'd
2: vomit in my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, like God, like I don't believe, like I don't believe a word you saying. It's more honestly, it's more players than coaches. Like okay. a lot of players should be like, this is my, like this is this is for us. I'm like, dude, just shut up. Like, <laughs> come on, like I know you're doing this because you're one either mic'd up or there's a camera behind us. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's for like sure. we. Like, we're all trying to, like, let's just, that's why whenever it was me, I was like, let's just do this shit and let's just get it, let's just, let's just, you know, get it done. Like, I just find a super brief way of, like, bringing us all together, and I wouldn't try to, like, put any theatrics behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like Sadie's always had, like, a good way of just super brief and doing that, and I felt like that was, like, a way of, I always carried it, because I was like, super brief, don't try to, like, bring any theatrics into it you know bring together as a unit that's okay. cool you never had like i've got
1: my no god i was gonna say you never had like a high school or a college coach like bring in a wagon and be like we're dragging this wagon all the way to the playoffs or something you know you know, those kind of like because there's so many over dramaticized ones where they make a big like show and dance it. that's all yeah i was just wondering <laughs>
0: I had a I had a defensive coach in college who used to, like, scream his head off. And he had a motto. But, I mean, him being a defensive coach, I cannot remember what it was. <laughs> but he, like, and the thing was, if you saw him, he, like, the nicest, like, most, like, smiley, like, kindest person. But when he used to coach, he would scream his head off. And I just cannot remember what his motto was. Even though um, we had an OC in college who was one of my absolute favorite coaches of all time um the dude used to yell more than anybody um but the thing was like he would yell at you, like he would mother f you like if you got something wrong but like like if, like it'd be like oh like if i ran a crappy route or if i dropped a pass be like click, click, like all up in my face like beat red tw- like whole entire practice um but then if i like ran a good route like he'd be like good job and just be like absolutely like pushing me like saying like great job like you know like all up in, like all up in my face tell me how good it is so it's like i respect it i'm like the dude's authentic like, that's who that's you the, are
3: yeah
0: i'm like yeah. that's the, that's the guy i respect like i don't respect like i was like i'm like when these coaches would come along you know like they put it they put on the show for like they know the team cameras or something are around i'm like oh. and then they try to show like the highlight video the next week of like them giving the speech i'm like that's not how? motivating <laughs> but like but i'm like i was respected that i was respected that oc i uh, had in, um, in college because i'm like I, that guy was real i'm like i'm like it didn't matter if it was good or bad that guy was in your corner like and he would tell you how it was like he was screaming at you whether it was good or bad and he was he was he was in that he was in that corner with you nice. and you know i i was i was respected that
1: fair uh, no, sorry, yeah, it just popped in my head because of the uh, like chip on shoulder type thing. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, there's, there's always everybody's always trying to find a way to have that mental edge, particularly going into the playoffs. Uh, the Niners probably don't need any sort of chip on their shoulder because they're the best team in the NFC at the moment, right now. They are without they're unstoppable, you, proper. Mm.
0: even with a third stringer.
1: Yeah, yeah. could you see could even you with you see Mr.
4: Relevant? Game? Yeah. Could you guys see that game getting close? Like if if yes. the Niners don't come out firing on all cylinders I know Purdy's started you know his career really really well but he's he's a rookie like we're forgetting because he's had you know three four games of really really good football he's a rookie he's gonna be in front of the lights he's gonna be playing against experienced Seahawks team like I don't know doesn't it feel like he's due a game where he doesn't do well and this could be it
0: I mean I would definitely argue that the Seahawks are going to hundred percent try to throw the kitchen sink at him yeah, to, yeah. to, you know, get him off his mark. Um, but I would also argue that the 49ers offense is better built for him than it was for Jimmy G, even though I think, or Jimmy Trey G's, I mean, arguably trailer, even arguably Trey Lance, but, um, but it's one of those things where that's where I think it'll work in his favor. Um, where it's like, yeah, they might come out with some funky looks, but I think that I think the offense will naturally take care of that because the offense that um San Fran runs just naturally has two or three built ins for everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that's that's one of those that's one of those benefits of him being a third stringer, being able to watch a lot of that stuff is that he gets to see all that and they mm-hmm. might come in and disguise coverages, disguise blitzes, but it's like, cool, I have. This check down, this check down, X check down, you know, like whatever. Like he, you know, he'll be able to check it down. There, are, you know, they'll probably bring back some of the triple option read stuff because it's not like he's not mobile enough to run some of it. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back some of the stuff we haven't even seen in a few weeks.
1: And your three mm-hmm. check downs are George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon I. Like, I mean, <laughs> Debo. <D-bo, laughs> Debo Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if he's not I 100%. Yeah. I'm basically what I'm saying is
4: that if Purdy would kind of need to have a meltdown back there and really start taking a lot of hits because like you you just mentioned like four pressure release valves for him and they're all going to be viable on any play basically. So he would have Mm -hmm. to have a really bad game, I think for the Seahawks to Mm. struggle. Uh, Sorry, the Seahawks to get into it. I don't know. There's nine and uh, a, nine and a
1: half. uh, That seems like that getting done by the Niners. I think this is going to be a big Niners show. You reckon?
2: Yeah. See, it's the playoffs though, and it's a divisional game, and quite often we go into the wildcard round. I mean, there's a few games that could potentially be blowouts, or could be big upsets, but there's not very many that are always more than a field goal or a touchdown. They tend to be closer than they think they think they're going to be, because there's not a team that shouldn't be, well, you can argue about whether Buccaneers should be there, or um,
1: well, the Eagles last year against the all the I Dolphins. Mean, I that it. was a travesty. That was such a boring game of just a huge blowout. So it mm. can happen. I, d- I just think but it's not it... very
2: common. Yeah, and yeah. also that Eagles team should have been nowhere near the playoffs. Yeah, that definitely. Plus, there's... I know <laughs> that I
4: know that Ollie's coming from a point of view that he's terrified of the Niners. I'm ter- so.
2: so I mean, I would be too if I was any any team going into playoffs now on either side. The team I would want to play the least is the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I want them out as quickly as possible.
0: I mean, they they scheme incredibly well. I mean, having I mean the same staff yeah. is still there that was there when when I was playing, and God, they just they just absolutely picked us apart.
3: Mm.
0: And we were a good team, and they picked us apart. And they knew exactly okay. how to do it. So um, yeah, they they scheme very well. And like you said, it's a divisional opponent. Anything can happen. I won't roll it out, just like you said. I've said it multiple times already. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, like with divisional opponents, I feel like like those those wrinkles are there, and it's not like Seattle doesn't have playmakers on both sides of the ball either. They definitely mm-hmm. do. So is Lockett playing?
4: Are... Is he healthy?
0: Yeah, he had a yeah, big he, catch he last week.
4: Big but catch I mean, last
0: week too. DK is DK is healthy they too. They got DK
4: and Lockett. There's always a chance that they could put up 30 as well,
0: and then Can it's going to get tight. running back. Running, running both running backs are. Playing yeah. really well, yes. Yeah. It could, I. It could be an offensive. I mean, she. It's being played in San Fran, right?
1: Yeah.
4: So I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Could could be a good could be a good offensive game.
1: It, but they, it's, a, it, um, it's a good defense as well. I mean, you can talk about the Niners' offense and scoring up points. San Fran's,
0: San Fran's number one D Yeah, Best like stats. that is
1: an exceptional defense this year, and it has only seemed to get tighter and tighter as kind of the year has gone on, except for that Raiders game. And if anybody can find out and do maybe what the eagles did with the jags and replicate that like let's go and re- huh. put just jacobs got, in yeah is there is there an argument to say that the
4: the seahawks are going to be playing looser because the the niners they have are, less to lose yeah i mean they shouldn't even be there really um
2: i wouldn't go that
1: far they're but... a better team than a lot of the nfc they're probably the the team yeah. wild cards that deserve it in fairness I think better
4: okay, than the Cowboys, I mean, to be I, I wanted the Lions in, so maybe I'm being a, yeah. a bit
0: biased. I w- yeah, I, I also, I also would have wanted the Lions to play that game personally. And they did it so, they did
1: so good last... for not letting the Packers in. That was the one of yeah, the best things of last week. The Packers losing, <laughs> nothing better than after this year when the Packers fans were all like, "Oh, London's RC, look, we're finally coming up." They got shut down in London, <laughs> and then they get shut down on Sunday night football and lose out. Yeah, that was great. I love that. I love
4: that. Yeah, it's nice having a Packers <laughs> free playoffs. That is, I'm fine with it.
1: No Aaron Rodgers to worry about. He's retiring. He did his walk off with Cobb. He's gone. It's over. We can get rid of the Rodgers number 12 fiasco now. It's over.
0: I'm just, I'm just, I feel like I'm just tired of the whole drama and the whole drama behind everything. I mean, as a, I mean, God, you want to talk about player thoughts. I'm like, as a player, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, he motivates these guys. I'm like, these guys weren't motivated. Like, in my opinion, I'm like these receivers. They didn't rise to the occasion because, like, because Aaron Rodgers motivated them. Like, they rose to the occasion in spite of him. Like, if that's me, yeah. like, like you know, Christian Watson's like, yeah, you talked all this crap essentially about me, and like now I'm doing great despite mm-hmm. you talking all this crap about You're me. Trying to like, no, credit, not like, yeah. And not, like, you being, like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm doing great now. Yeah, yeah I love you so much, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and, like, that's, like, if that's me, like, if my quarterback just saying, like, yeah, like, Ben Koyak's paying, like, crap, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he should get lost reps. You know, like, I'm not going to be, like, oh, I want to cozy up to him and just do better for him. I'm, like, no, I'm going to do, I'm just going to, like, you know, F this dude, I'm going to go do better.
3: Yeah. And then when I
0: do better, I'm not going to be, like, oh, do you like me now? I'm going to be, like, no, like, you know, like, go have fun, see you. Like, oh, and yeah. I feel like that's, that's how, that's how you lose a locker. And like, and I feel like there's is such an unwritten rule in a team. Like you just don't do that. And if you do, don't go doing it to him, to the media. That's just yeah. such an, that's such mm. an unwritten rule that you're breaking.
1: Especially for 45 minutes on one of the most popular shows on yeah. <laughs> Monday yeah. the the, streaming the, platforms. The fact,
0: <laughs> the fact that we're talking about, like like the fact that like anybody can be talking about it like you shouldn't it shouldn't have ever left the locker room like if you have mm-hmm. that problem go talk to go have a go to the receiver room and talk to the receivers go to the tight ends room talk to the receiver. have a closed door meeting we had closed door meetings all the time without coaches and we would put towels over the mics and over the cameras in the team meeting rooms so that they couldn't hear bike
2: club oh wicked <laughs> oh you, can, you couldn't say anyway because what number number one and two rules are sorry I yeah yeah you don't
1: say anything about you. yeah
0: what's <laughs> <laughs> the number wink. One. no but yeah like if we had if we had grievances or stuff like that we'd have player meeting player meeting like mm-hmm. player only meetings and you know like in a team room there's cam- there's there's are like side cameras and then there's the main camera and we would put we'd go in there put towels over there put towel over the big boom mic because they would record meetings and stuff like that so mm-hmm. So they couldn't hear it. I'm like, if you have that big of a problem with something, don't go on ESPN and air it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like go air it out with a team. And that's that's just that's just bad. And that's why I'm like everyone's like, Oh, that we thought we'd see vintage, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, I'm glad you did it because I'm like, you didn't deserve it. Like if you had if you'd done things the right way. I would be, I'd be rooting for you. Like I lost a lot of respect when I when I heard him doing that. I'm like, that's just, I lost respect for that.
1: That makes and me so I'm happy. really,
4: <laughs> I'm really cynical about uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, in that last game saying that he wouldn't give up his shirt. And I literally think that he only did that not because he may he may actually be leaving this year. Who knows, right? But I think he did that so that people would be talking all off season. About him and whether he's staying in Green Bay or not, I g- genuinely think he did it because of that. I'm so cynical about him now. It's like you yeah, can't a, trust what his motivations are.
1: Yeah, he's enjoying the attention. He loves having his little hour chat and everything. It's gone yeah. from being like a a nice insight into the NFL to like the Aaron Rodgers bitching hour. And uh, yeah, screw that the guy. The bitching hour, the opposite of the witching hour, is, yeah, uh, yeah, Scott Hansen talks yeah. about every week. 7 hours of uninterrupted Aaron Rodgers
2: bitching <laughs> about his teammates. <laughs> <laughs> um, friends become foes and foes become friends. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand why he turned evil villain. I mean, he like he had the backing of every players and everyone else. Like hmm. I don't understand why he decided to, you know, try to turn and en- you know, try and find enemies guys. He was super well respected by everybody and he, i feel like he lost a lot of respect from doing stuff like that and stuff even before that yeah
4: it's like elon musk buying twitter and then his popularity just falls off <laughs> it's like stick to making cars people liked
0: you you're fine yes yeah, st- st- yeah we'll stick to buying the maker of the cars and then saying you make them <laughs> uh, there you go not popular with ben we're, take, we're taking further. down
1: everybody on this podcast apparently
0: aaron Rodgers, elon musk who's next my, we... my my blue check will be removed by tomorrow
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just pay dollars for it that's, that's gonna good. Say, yeah, 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 <laughs> you now have to pay for it
1: um, right which other games i was gonna say ben if you need to get off by the way feel free i know you're like family and all that kind of stuff and you probably don't want to spend much
0: Oh, if already why already came down oh so. okay
1: all right okay that's all good Send our regards to Henny. I'm still waiting for that free golf lesson, by the way, Ben. So, you know. <laughs> it's
0: her, I mean, her back might be messed up, but she can hook you up with a friend of hers. So. Oh,
1: I mean, anything to improve my game. Me and Jazz and I play in a competition He It needs every a putting, year, so. uh, putting lesson. Yeah, I definitely need some putting
0: help. She, yeah. she can help you with putting. That's that's about as far as I'll, as okay. I'll let it go. All right.
1: Okay. May- I'm not, I'll, not, not
0: trying... Not trying to have her immobile, or else, or else she'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like crutching around the house or something.
1: Well, it doesn't look good on Sky Sports either if she's just on there on crutches and then they're asking her how to do stuff on the uh, on the simulator in the studio. It's not not a great
0: look. <laughs> I, I told her she's not allowed to do it on the simulator. She was, she was, uh, she was not. She couldn't even like move like for a week. The last time she did it on the simulator. Oh, Jeez. What's wrong with the back? Uh, something, uh, it's like a herniated disc, I think. Oh, it's not good. Rough. No, that's not good. Oh, I mean, good. that's why she's not playing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, look, get. I hope she gets well as quickly as possible, man, in all seriousness. And, uh, you know, load her up on the codeine and we'll get down the putt green. It'll be fine. <laughs> 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 um, let's quickly talk about the other games, uh, coming up this week in the playoffs then. Uh, we've got the Giants against the Vikings, which the Vikings only win close games and... But Kirk Cousins loses in prime time. Kirk Cousins loses in prime <gasps> time. Yeah, and the Giants are the Giants. Uh-oh. Daniel it, Daniel Jones isn't a playoff quarterback, but Saquon Barkley is or a great running back. Maybe he is. Oh, I don't know. So- they were playing their best football towards the end. The Giants.
2: They were. Doing some they, good, were. They,
0: they had a week. They rested. also
2: won some close games as well.
0: They had a yeah. week rested. They're real Jekyll and Hyde for me.
2: They are really, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely.
0: Oh man! So uh, if their offensive line actually. Can block long enough for Daniel Jones to throw the ball, you know, like they might have a chance. But like, if they play, uh, who what was it? Was it what it was one of the first time they put maybe it was when they play the commanders, like where it was just like sack where they were just going yeah. back and forth and neither yeah. one of them could just do anything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is just dumb to even watch this game. It's just bad <laughs> football going from end to, to the end <laughs> of the just, field. Yeah. Wasn't
2: that a yeah. Monday night football game as well? Yeah. The was. prime it, time it, game it, on it, Sunday.
0: It might have been. It was just. I was just like, "This is stupid." I was like, this is just a dumb game. Like, <laughs> like, this is not fun to watch. Like, but like, like you said, Saquon's actually back. That's that's. You know, he might not have all the pressure on him, so it's good to see Saquon actually carrying. You know, good workload. So, yeah. and is Dalvin Cook back? Like, Another one.
2: Let's
1: play Dalvin Cook on the last weekend of he, the season. Yeah,
2: he got injured the last game, yeah.
1: didn't he? Got injured last weekend with a knee injury. Their
4: backups reasonable, though, isn't he Mathis or yeah. whatever his Madison name is? is Madison, yeah. pretty solid, though.
1: But he's yeah, like the Huntley solid. to Lamar, like he's the yes. same kind of guy, but he's just not as he's good. Not as he's good. not that X factor.
0: He, yeah. yeah, he's solid, but he's yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna get you the what is it the seventy five yard screen touchdown pass? but yeah. you know he's still sol he's still solid. You know, yeah, he'll put up decent numbers. Five yards I- I out,
1: he'll punch one in for sure. But yeah. It suddenly yeah. means more, there's more pressure on Justin Jefferson, who in big moments this year and towards the end of the season hasn't come up as big as some people were hoping and expecting. Like some corners are, are starting to shut down. down.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, the good news for them is that that's what? Well, that's that's in Minnesota. So that's going to be an indoor game for them. Mm. Those outdoors, I would say that's going to be more of a toss up. But being indoors, I feel like that's going to definitely play to mm. Kirk's advantage because I think that's going to be a 40 plus throw game. I feel like they're going to try to. You know, if, if that's close at all, I think they're just going to keep that the Justin Jefferson.
3: Yeah. You mm-hmm. keep
0: that, to keep being Adam Thielen. And then with the KJ Osborne, just gonna, who's emerged and, mm-hmm. just, you know, just, just going crazy out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so. you've got Hawkinson
1: there as well. Like, He hasn't done as much oh, he, as I thought he was going to do, though. Good. No, but he hasn't been asked to do that much either. They don't actually throw to him very often, but when he's used, I think he's used quite well.
0: Yeah. What's
2: well, your I think that has.
0: I think that has to do with the emergence of KJ Osborne. Okay. Yeah, because before it was be what was it when um, Justin Jefferson was hurt? What, what game was that? Justin Jefferson got hurt, and then Adam Thielen was just like non-existent. They were you just they were only using TJ Hawkinson. The only person they could, the only people they could use was TJ Hawkinson and KJ Osborne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, and I think once um they realized the KJ Osborne's was like, oh, well, he's actually pretty solid. We can rely on him because he had like 15 catches that game. Hmm. So, And I think after that, you know, they got back into the swing of things. And um, I think they kind of just were like, okay, yeah, well, we can just use TJ Hawkinson situationally again, which I'm sure he's not happy about because he was getting like eight catches a game before that. Yeah. But, yeah, either way, I feel like passing-wise, you know, they're solid. But I think one game, I think that's where – they're going to be forced to throw the ball, so I think it's going to be interesting because I think New York has kind of a soft secondary.
4: Mm. Yeah, not as soft as the Vikings,
1: though I think. But you're not worried about a Giants receiver core beating you,
0: up. Exactly, I'm not worried <laughs> you're about playing the eight too. in the
1: box every single time. Surely, I'd, in that,
4: I'd say the Vikings seem to flatter their opponents though offensively. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if the the Giants have rarely scored over like 25 this season, but. I could see them getting good numbers against. If it the turns
1: into a horrible, like gritty game, I could see mm. the Giants pulling through. If it if it gets a bit yeah. like air out, open up, then that's the way that the Vikings can kind of storm past
0: them. Yeah, I I completely agree. That's, where do you where do you, you sit on
1: where do you sit on Kirk? Just not to open up the kind of worms that is Jazz's opinion on Kirk Cousins, but where do you sit? Which I'm on I'm kind him of giving there? you a hint of already. <laughs> Kirk, uh, does the bling get you fired up more than the Aaron Rodgers belittling is that... oh that made <laughs> me sick <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that ma- I mean that did make me sick because I mean that's a team thing and I think, him, I think that's him opening up for the team and I think like I don't think he was the one who's like sharing it everyone else was the one sharing it he's not the one putting it out there for everyone yeah. to see that's everyone else putting it out to be like this is Kirk if anything else it's like him being like Yes, like he probably semi embraced it to be like, "Hey, like yeah, like whatever, hmm. like I enjoyed the team aspect of it, and whatever, and they obviously stopped doing it after they lost like a bunch of games so <laughs> so um, yeah, feels a bit like so. the
2: giant yacht celebration picture, the one where I we got on that, and then they had no wins <laughs> for like three years. It kind of feels like if they lose the first week of the playoffs, everyone's gonna look back and. Hmm, everything went wrong after that happened.
1: Isn't this the first Giants playoff appearance since the yacht picture?
0: This year? It is, yeah. yeah it it is. would be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anyone left. Is there anyone from that yacht picture? <laughs> nope. I'm the pretty team? sure they're all nah, gone.
1: No, nah. Odell's still trying to get back, but yeah. <laughs> pick a team, bro. Don't just call everybody. Odell well, Beckham is like in Silicon Valley when they've got the really good idea, and then all the comp- like the investors start sending mm. loads of gifts to the house, and they just keep taking all the gifts and not actually deciding who they're going to go with. That's mm. so all OBJ's oh, it's, done all year.
0: He's not healthy. He's he went to like he went to be like yeah, like I'm ready to play, and he worked out. He's he's not ready to play. Yeah. So I mean, there's no a reason gonna, it didn't
4: happen. Yeah.
0: It, no team's going to sign you. Like that's why Ty Hilton got signed and he didn't. It's like he's not he's not physically ready. He'll get signed next year, I'm sure, but he's not ready to play yet Let's not let's not not talk. Let's not talk about T. So let's go back to the Kirk Cousins opinion. (laughs) Let's go back to Kirk (laughs) Cousins. Do you
2: think he's worth the money he's paid?
0: I mean it's hard it's a hard question to answer because it'd be hard for anyone else to not put up pretty crazy numbers with this offense. Uh-huh. Would I like to see him turn the ball over less based on the weapons he has? Yeah. Uh-huh. I would like him to not, you know, fumble the ball as much as he's fumbled it. I'd like him to not throw as many interceptions. I mean, a lot of times he's just blindly heaving it up there, knowing Justin Jefferson has like a 46 inch vertical and it's going to come down Speaking with
2: it. Speaking my language, Ben, I like it.
0: So, um, yeah. So, I mean, on one hand, yeah, they paid him some insane money. Yeah. They paid him some insane money, but he's, he's played well and you know they're asking him to throw the ball 50 times a game so Mm -hmm. i mean when you you're putting up 400 the thing i would just say is like you got to get the ints down you got it you got to get that down you got to get a little bit more accurate because i've seen him with a clean pocket still overthrowing receivers and dude you play in the dome you you don't really have an excuse there's no issue
2: wind yeah completely
0: i mean that's one it was one thing in the elements but like when you're playing at home in a dome there's no, no excuse. Geez. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. I, that, I'm I'm sure you probably guessed from my little comments here and there. My opinion of Kirk Cousins <laughs> is not very good. I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm sure, I think for me, you teammates talk about him. He seems like a really good guy. I and mean, when you see him on Sky Sports. He seems that way too. But I think given the amount he got paid and the hype that was surrounded him when he went to the Vikings. And I mean, I keep bringing it back to this case. Keenum led that same team to the NFC championship game and Kirk Cousins didn't really do a great deal at all with them the year after. It was pretty much the same team. So I feel like his contract may have hamstrung the team a bit more than they are letting on, is my feeling. What I'd
4: say, though, about the contract, Jazz, is that when they signed him, I think he was on a three-year contract, and then it's been two years twice after that, or Mm -hmm. once after that. So like, it's not like they've gone out and given him a five-year crazy contract. They've paid more to make it a shorter contract which kind of makes sense because they're still like, well, he's not like this crazy franchise guy that we're going to give a uh, Patrick Mahomes contract
1: to. But so they... I don't.
4: I think it kind of does make sense.
1: He's worth keeping around
0: than yeah, and he's risking. It is on he the a... answer?
2: Is he the answer?
0: Oh. I mean, do you think? Do you think someone else right now after someone else would be doing better if they had signed someone else in that particular year?
2: I would have to go back and check to see who is available that particular year. If I'm <laughs> dead,ly honest, <laughs>
0: uh, I'm sure he's, Gina he's sne- Smith was probably
2: available. He's
0: sneaky, been there a while, isn't he? Uh, Gina he's been Smith there for like five would, years. Gina Smith would not have done better back then. <laughs> well, I uh, Gina Smith. I Gina Smith was still starting back then, and he would not have done yeah, better. Probably.
2: There's a certain level. I'm sure there's a level of cognitive dissonance in my uh, in my feelings. Oh, Although really? I admit Jeff? it to Dave and Ollie ever, but to someone with your knowledge and um, experience, <laughs> I'll I'll listen to your opinion and probably take it on board.
0: There, there, I will tell you. There's a reason why he's getting paid what he's paid.
2: And that so, is.
0: so I mean the NFL, the NFL PA is trying to get NFL players guaranteed money. He like was the first the one, M- wasn't he? Yeah? Like the MLB mm-hmm. and the NBA. And so that's why his contract, while is five years, isn't you know insane. While it is obviously good money, it's not like it's like pedestrian money. It's obviously high tier money, but mm-hmm. you know it's good. It's good money, but they, it's fully guaranteed. And they wanted him to be the first one, and they told every other quarterback to be like, "We're working to do this. Don't sign a deal until after we get this." It's it might be slightly less. But you know, hold out until so you can get a guaranteed money, and then they got his deal done. And then I think it was Russell Wilson immediately signed with the Seahawks like two days later for some ridiculous sum, but none of it was guaranteed. And like, obviously, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they didn't but, knew what, what know, they were
1: dealing with. They obviously knew Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, so, great.
0: So, yeah, but I mean, but so I mean, there's there's your example. I mean, do you think Russell Wilson would be doing better in in uh, Minnesota right now than uh, Kirk Cousins with that contract?
2: Mm. Well, if you had Russell Wilson from the Seahawks, who you like don't get Pete Carroll with that contract nope. as
0: well. Nope. I don't think yeah. Russell Wilson in any age would be doing better with that contract. Oh, well, okay,
1: Do you think Hackett's been screwed just on that one before we get to the last game? Because you worked with him, obviously. Uh, and we discussed it a little bit during the, the Denver Jags game. How you know you said he was a really good adjuster as a as a coach and could make like adjustments during games and stuff. Do you think Hackett has been screwed by Wilson's ineptitude rather than Wilson being screwed by his coaching staff?
0: Yeah, and and you want to talk about being ham. Hamstr- you want to talk about being hamstrung. He's hamstrung, and um, the, I think the reason why he even had some success in this last game was because they just stripped down everything and took it down to super duper basics and used Latavius Murray and ran the ball
3: Mm.
0: and then just used check downs and just either check down or just let him throw it deep and then he had like one play where he rolled out of the puck and did what he does best is just launch it deep from rolling so it's like that's what he does and that's what you get with him as a quarterback. But yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, when you when you pick someone like Nate, you know, you get an offensive package. You get um, you know, you get a certain you get a certain play type. And it's not like a guy who coached someone who a quarterback who was overlooked by everybody and then helped him develop into a quarterback to take him to the AFC Championship and then, you know, you know, coached a quarterback to a two-time MVP and then suddenly, you know, you know, gets his own finally gets his own reigns and then has like a number two defense in the league. And, and then, but, you know, forgets everything he knows about offense. It's like, it's like, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, um I mean, I feel like everyone's heard the reports that he was literally barking out, um, you know, uh, audibles from seattle when he yeah, was yeah
3: when that, everyone's so. like
0: heard like reports that he was like saying like the completely wrong audibles and i'm like i know nate's system i'm like it's not like it's not that convoluted or hard i'm like you have to remember a few things and it there's a couple things like i know for a fact and, and i told all of this i was like i know if you the one thing like natal get it there's only a few things natal ever yell at you about it's like it's if, you, if for example, Russ is right-handed. If you're rolling right and he th- you throw it back across your body, that's like a no-no. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to do it. <laughs> he, he will scream. <laughs> he will scream at you and scream at you and scream at you. He won't let you do it. But like as long as you're, you know, making plays, making the right reads, he's the first person to tell you like, a, like the mesh concept. He's like a triangle read. He's like boom, boom, boom. Like he's one of the best people of breaking down films. Like you'll walk in on it on a Wednesday or, you know, first day of practice, the entire past th- every, like, last couple weeks of film of what they might do, what they've done in the past, what their coordinators have done will already have been broken down and be ready. So it's not like the guy just magically forgets what to do and doesn't know what to do to beat them. Mm. It's do you think Do you think
4: that works two ways, though, that argument, Ben, where, like, is Russell Wilson just forgotten how to quarterback? I mean, he's played in two Super Bowls, he played at an mvp level like only a few years ago like couldn't we say the same thing about him like it's it, it's crazy to see this much of a drop off on his side
0: well i mean i feel like people are, could be saying the same exact thing about like matt ryan well i don't understand why people aren't putting them in the same category you know like people are saying like matt ryan's like been in the league what 13 14 years, and they're like, Oh, he's a super drop off, he should be being benched. And but you know, Russ has been league like, 12 years and signing a six year, 280 million dollar contract. I'm like, I don't really see a huge amount of difference. You know, there's they both intangibly, you know, obviously, Russ has a bit more mobility. I don't see Matt Ryan outrunning running very many people, but um, you know intangibles they're not really that much difference arm strength accuracy they're both pretty much there I feel like if you both if you put them in a system that allows them to you know and to basically just have protection and make their reads it's about making reason throwing the ball accurately which yeah. I think we saw repeatedly Russ not doing yep. and I i don't know how many times we saw that um, there were guys open that he's not looking there. And I'm like, I know the, I know the play. Like, I, I mean, I talked with Ollie on the, when we were commentating and saying like, I know that play, like I know that's in his top 15. And one of you want to talk about thing coach say, one of Nate's things was always to say, don't go backwards. Always, you know, always be moving forward. You know, don't be losing yards on first down
3: mm-hmm.
0: because once you lose yards on first down, then you're, then you're off, then you're automatically off and whatever. So, um, well, that's one of the big things with him. And they were always losing. They're always losing yards in first down. And then Russ is off his. Russ and the entire offense was off. So I think they're still figuring out their identity and they just cut him loose and use him as a scapegoat, which is unfortunate because, you know, someone else is going to get credit next year if he decides to, you know, find it. When in reality, you know, he's still figuring things out, which is. Yeah. Yeah, or Russell Wilson's going to be
4: terrible next year as well, and then it's going to It wasn't
1: the
2: coach was the problem
1: it, was the it play. wasn't the coach yeah, but it's back. too late. Yeah, yeah. In fairness yeah. to Russell Wilson in that game in Wembley against the Jags, he didn't go backwards on that first play. He just almost gave the ball away on that first play. So you know he was trying something different rather than rather than taking a loss, <laughs> he was trying to just give it to the Jags straight away. It was very, very niche. To see how it rolls and plays out in the long term, but um, yeah.
0: Interesting strategy. Yeah,
1: yeah, not conventional, but Russell Wilson's an unconventional guy. How do you win a Super Bowl? You throw that interception down at the two-yard line. That's how you do it. It's all good. I really like that the refs – would never seen that until this year, by the way. The refs stood around at the goal line after that interception in the Super Bowl, and they were even saying to each other, why did they not run it with Marshawn? <laughs> like, they have that. They're mic up. Yeah, the refs are mic'd up and they stood there on the goal. I've been like, why didn't they give it to It
0: was crazy. Yeah, because so yeah, the, re- the refs are mic'd because the refs get graded. So yeah. that's what you yeah, realize. Yeah, the refs yeah. get graded after games. So the refs are <laughs> mic'd up and everything.
1: Yeah, there must be so much good chat from them in uh, in the oh, league at brilliant. the end of the year. Right, just let's quickly run through the last one. Um, Cowboys, Bucks. Is Brady gonna do a Brady and go like yes. we've seen it happen a couple of times, where he goes like full intense psychopath mode, or are mm-hmm. the Cowboys gonna do a Cowboys and just Mm-mm. balls things up right at the big moment? Like they were oh, yeah, awful they do that last; week. they were so bad last
4: oh, time against the Commanders. They were
0: really bad. <laughs> were really bad.
4: <laughs> well, the spread's only three and a half, and I think it's like if if you would thought a couple of weeks ago that spread would have been. Seven, eight, like nine, even because the Bucks are playing so badly and the Cowboys are playing so well. But feels like they've come down to earth a bit. I don't know. Is Brady's the only thing that, like, if Tom Brady wasn't playing there, I just watched this Bucks team and it wasn't. It was just a quarterback who's nameless. Then you just wouldn't think they had any hope in this game, really. But he's there, so (laughs) I think they do it.
2: I think that's. Oh, and there's man. three upsets this weekend for me. I think it's them, the Jags, and the Giants. I think those are the three upsets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The 49ers, Bengals, and... Oh, it's the team. Bills. Oh, 20, 20, 20. Bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They all win. But there's three upsets, and those three are the upsets. And I think that Brady will do it because you... it's hard to bet against him in January. He likes to win in January. And I just don't trust the Cowboys. And I also really don't like them. So... It's far easier to put money against them. you don't like the team. I
0: mean, I, I mean, I hate the Cowboys too. So I, nice, come on, yeah. welcome yeah. to the podcast, <laughs> man. This is very
2: anti-Cowboys. Is there any professional reasons why that's the case, or is it kind of just personal I mean, reason
0: growing I, up? I feel like it's yeah, it's just always growing up. I mean, I never actually. I feel like I never actually played against them, so it's one of the All few right. teams I've just disliked, and I've never. I feel like if I would played against them, I'd probably be neutral, <laughs> but i never <laughs> played against them, so.
1: I like that. No, um, no favorite team, but definitely dislikes the Cowboys anyway. That's that's, that's a perfect reaction and response, man.
0: Yeah, but um, I feel like I agree. I mean, I feel like this being an indoor game too helps, but also also I feel like Cowboys just not clicking. God, and I just don't feel like Dak is Dak is playing very He's well at all. Good. Yeah, God, I mean, I mean, you had what Tony Pollard not doing well. You had Zeke Zeke. Not show up. But got third. Who who's their third down? Who's their third running back? He also was tied for first with rushing guards. But last week. <laughs> so I they had, say the third. Yeah, back they, they they had they had no rushing game. And when you usually have Tony Pollard and Zeke, just absolutely just just know, destroying line. it, both catching and rushing, and neither one of them were there. And then you know they couldn't do anything They couldn't put together anything on offense. So I mean. I mean, if the the only problem I think for the Bucks is God just turnovers because they just mm. turn, you know, they all they put some points up, but they turn the ball over. They fumble like crazy. Yeah, they, mm. you know, they cannot they cannot stop turning the ball over. So I mean, if they if they don't turn the ball over, I think they I think they win the game.
4: I was trying to see if I was trying to get a Mike Evans update. You guys don't know anything I don't do you? I can't see online if he's playing or not because he missed the Falcons game. Uh, it might just the... be being rested.
2: In fairness, no, it yeah. was
4: will an illness. It was an illness. Um, they what could have been Russell... saying that, but I don't know why they would, because it's
0: perfectly about... valid for them to rest. What about Russell Gage?
4: Uh, he played in the Falcons game and then they pulled him yeah. later on. I think, but I don't know.
0: I couldn't tell if he just got the wind knocked out of him, or I if think it was he like was okay. Actual... Yeah,
1: I think yeah, um... I think that was more of a, a safety one than, the, uh, than like, the Dalvin Cook one obviously the Mike Williams one I think that was right Right. let's either. just not have this
0: extrapolating if, anymore if neither of
4: those guys are playing that's a problem for Brady that's well, yeah, well, a
0: big problem so well, yeah. it's going to be a Scotty Williams show
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> still back him against Trevon Diggs in fairness
0: wow well, just, just bait him on double moves all day yep all day he just, all he just, wants, day. To, he just wants to he just wants to pick yeah, yeah.
2: That's what you He's get a, when you have a receiver to become king. a cornerback. He doesn't want... Uh, if Ace is good at tackling, I'm not taking, I'm not going to try to take that away from him, but he always wants to get the ball in his hand, which is understandable. But he just takes so many chances. So many chances.
0: Mm. It, big risk, big reward.
2: Yeah, no risk it, no biscuit, as uh, Bruce Arians says.
0: Risk, you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Basket.
4: mm yeah, I think the Cowboys still win just because I've look, from what I've seen and watching a lot of like NFC South games this year, Brady just looks so frustrated. He does. I will give. It back. I just don't. I don't know. Is he? Is he the same Tom Brady that we've seen every every other season? I don't. I don't think he is, and I don't think that's necessarily his fault. That team is just not clicking at all. I wouldn't be surprised if he, uh, when whatever happens in this game if he went to another team next year and still stayed in the NFL and did really well. Um, But I don't know. This team, apparently they've played some terrible games this year. The bucks like Mm. some terrible games and the, the Cowboys have been consistently way better than them. So they have had a much easier
2: schedule. The well, NFC East has had a very favorable schedule
4: this what, year. hang on, they've been playing. What about the divisional games in the South Jazz? The, they playing yeah, against the that, Falcons that twice, South the Saints, the
2: Panthers. Come on. That's
4: six games out of year. Uh, yeah. 17. Like yeah, they both had
2: favorable schedules then.
1: Yeah, trash. Yeah. Trash. If I don't think Brady retires this year, if Aaron Rodgers does for sure. Cuz I think Brady wants to have, you know, when he said he was leaving and then came back. Brady wants to have like his big standalone moment and his retirement was ruined because it came out just around the Super Bowl last year. And it was like, no, no, no. I want to have my moment in the sun. I want to have my moment in the sun. And if Mm. Rodgers retires the same offseason as Brady does, then I think Brady will be like, nah, come on, man. I don't want like the guy who was considered the best guy to play quarterback ever, even though he doesn't have as many rings as I do retiring with me at the same time as well. And I think he'll, I, I just think he wants to have like that perfect me for the brand for taking TB12 into like post NFL operation and everything as a, as a performance dynamic Institute or whatever he's going to do with it. And obviously for his broadcasting as well, I could just see him sticking she, around.
0: She, he doesn't honestly, I mean, I think he was thinking about doing it because of his family, which I mean, sore subject, but.
1: Yeah, that's not a big problem big, anymore.
0: <laughs> it's not, it's not an issue anymore.
1: Giselle, you can have the kids on Sundays.
0: Like <laughs> Do that, that, I feel like that, that probably... That had to have been a sore time playing in Germany. God, that had to have been kind of rough. I would have thought he probably would have been happy about it beforehand, but probably it was a little, a little rough afterwards. Do you think
1: it may have been better, though? Because you're in the whole, like... It's, it's still very different to a normal working week in that you're in Germany, you've got all the travel, all that kind of stuff, and you're quite isolated in a team bubble, aren't you, on those international game kind of trips? So you're almost... Less in that firing line with like U.S. media press, home life kind of being right in front of you.
0: If it was me, yes. Tom Brady, he's never, he's never away from okay. the limelight. Yeah, <laughs> I, would say, okay. I would say someone, someone like me, I could, I could stroll down the streets and you know skip along, and <laughs> if I spoke, if I spoke German, I could, I could just blend in. But you know, um someone like Tom Brady, you know, he's not going anywhere. He's,
4: I think he. I think he goes to the Raiders next year and hooks up with McDaniels. Oh. I think that's what happens because they've already got re- they've already pushed Derek Carr out. He's from the Bay Area. It just feels like that could be a place he could retire at. Wins a Super Bowl it's with like... Devontae
1: Adams that Rogers was never able to give Adams as well. It's a nice little move yeah.
0: to Rogers. That's a that's a good theory. I, I like yeah. that theory.
4: I think that's gonna happen. All
1: right, we got we got some bets on for this for the playoffs. Then I assume. Hmm i've only I taken do, unfortunately i've only taken game lines i'm pretty boring on this but i'm taking the niners to beat the seahawks the jags mm. to beat the chargers the bills to beat the dolphins the giants to beat the vikings the bengals to beat the ravens and the bucks to beat the cowboys it's only like Ooh. 19 to one i don't
2: think that's boring it's that's, 19 that's, to one uh, that's it's... kind of what i've got you oh, okay. flipped a couple of scripts I've got, there. that's then. what i've got but i've got some spreads in there so i've i've taken i only go f- in the playoffs i'm only taking a minus two and a half spread because i don't trust it to be more than a field goal because okay. they can always be tight but it's mm. the 49ers, Bills, Bengals, and then by two and a half points, and then Jags, Giants, Bucks. That was twenty to one. So you're um, not very interested. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much the same.
4: I've gone a little bit higher, so I've got forty-one to one. I've got the Jags. I've got the Bengals. I got the Cowboys, which I don't feel good about. Oh, but... I Feel bad about. No, you should that. feel
2: dirty about that. Yeah,
4: it's it's happened. Uh, I got the I got the Seahawks plus nine and a half because I think you know playoff game they could keep it tight with the 49ers in the fourth quarter hopefully uh and then i've got the giants and i've got the the worst bet of this one i think is the dolphins plus 13 even though we talked about it i just i just don't see that they They cover so we're
2: definitely going to lose because we've all picked the giants we've all picked the um jags yeah
4: yeah well I mean, there's What's not many to games ben... to choose from, Jazz. We're gonna have some crossovers. Come on. If <laughs> you're putting money Here's on it, what would
2: you pick for your sixteen bet?
0: Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna go any money lines or anything. I'm just gonna go straight up. So, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna go Niners. I mean, I'm gonna go Jags. Um, yeah. Bills. I am gonna take Vikings because as much as I would like the Giants to win, but I just don't think. Unfortunately,
2: I'll do it. But, yeah. Fair Enough.
0: I don't think they're gonna do it. I think Bengals cause I don't think even healthy Lamar is gonna I don't even think a healthy Lamar can do it Ben. And I am gonna take the Bucks because I just think the Cowboys if I was if the Cowboys often Chokers. showed up Yeah. If the Cowboys often showed up I think it would be a different story, but yeah, I think I think the Bucks are gonna take this one. Well it keeps
2: in with the Cowboys narrative too, doesn't it? With start well, get the hype, maybe make the playoffs. First round playoff exit. We're terrible. You're useless. Start the hype again, mm-hmm. and the circle just keeps on
0: repeat. America's team. Oh, like <laughs> hell. Well, Ben, if, I, I know they're, you're... they're not Amer- they're not America's team. By the way, they're Texas's team. No, they're doubt They're the greatest. Dallas is Dallas. They're, team. Team. they're team. not. They're not even Texas's team. So.
1: If, if you were to put money on it, I know you said you're not going to, but if anybody who's listening wants to put money on Ben's bet, at the moment it's getting you 11.55 to one, which, you know, that's a nice return. i would take that. Right. If I, put a, I only put a pound on it. Jazz maybe puts more on. By the way, congratulations, Jazz, on the victor last week. Second win of the year. Second that's win good. of the year. What was that? Nice... Two hundred pounds, fifty pounds. Very well played. So Jazz is making pounds? the podcast work for him now. I, will,
4: I would congratulate you, Jazz, but you're incredibly rude on yeah, our you were uh, messaging service when uh, when you did win. Even though I was I was being kind about you, you you really rubbed it in our faces. So I wish you
2: bad luck from now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh well, well, maybe some wins and bets you would be able to kind of get your own back. Maybe that'll help. Maybe it'll happen this week, Ben. Uh, wish you all the best
1: luck, mate. Really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat with us awesome. this evening, buddy. Thank um, you. Yeah, thanks, Ben. The Koi Monster on uh on Twitter, K-O-Y-M-O-N-S-T-E-R. The Koi Monster himself, Bon <laughs> Koyak. Um, dude, yeah, hopefully we'll uh get chatting again soon, whether it's at a London game or somewhere around Talksport or something like that. But um yeah, really appreciate it, mate. Thank you. I
0: appreciate you having me.
1: Take care. All
2: right.
0: Before you go, Ben,
2: what's the thing yeah. to your left shoulder? Is that a Christmas
0: tree? It is a mini Christmas tree that has been left up taped on because okay. my daughter broke it almost immediately. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> I,
4: I suddenly I suddenly thought you were an even larger a human than you probably are then. I was like,